You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pirate Radio. We are refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to At The Diner. It is the GGR Pirate Radio's flagship Podcast. My name is Mike Lunsford. I'm the host, but you also might know me as the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. You should check it out. There's lots of cool stuff there. Articles, podcasts, all sorts of crazy, amazing things that we have. Joining me on the podcast are my two co-hosts that we have here at the diner. The two guys I like to sit at the table, order some delicious food, talk about some delicious conversation as well. Um, I've got the guy who's been with GGR for going on, this is year three, so it'll be four years uh, in 2022, but he has proven himself a consummate professional in all things geeky and nerdy. Uh, he's also a talented musician, but also, too, he's got his own podcast. In fact, he just dropped a new episode. Check it out. It's The Overflow with MC Brooks. Shit, I just gave it away. It's MC Brooks. <laughs> I have been awake for the last 26 hours at the time of this recording. Good Lord, man. Let's make this a quick episode then so you can get I feel, No, no, I feel good. I'm, I'm wired right now. <laughs> He's like, let's do this, let's do this shit. Oh, you got that, that yeah. like second run endorphin rush. Oh, yeah. Like, oh man, everything's going to be funny as shit. Yeah, I'm going to be total zombie tomorrow, but I am <laughs> juiced up right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, it's the blessing and the curse that is, you know, like lack of sleep. Sometimes you get like, and not only that too, I don't know if you guys are running into this, but sometimes you'll hit these like crazy, like inspirational moments when you're like sleep deprived and you come up with this amazing shit and you're just like, where did this come from? And you're like, oh, that's right. Sleep deprivation. Yeah. I mean, I actually did have to happen because I definitely uh, recorded a melody I came up with earlier today. So that's awesome. Definitely dude. for it. That's <laughs> fantastic. The other podcaster that is joining us on this episode of At The Diner, he's the same guy who's on pretty much every episode of At The Diner. You know him, you love him. His name is James Rambo. Hey, everybody. I still haven't watched the Snyder Cut, so stop asking me. <laughs> I also have not watched the Snyder Cut that you speak of. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you guys if, you, if, if <laughs> either of you had, start, had started it 
only because of uh, something in the last podcast, but I don't want to spoil, so I'll just... Uh, no, I'm, I'm absolutely going to watch it. Uh, and honestly, the more people I hear from, the more I'm interested in, in like you and another friend of mine whose opinion opinions I both trust really enjoyed it um, in varying degrees between the two of you. But I'm like, all right, cool. I, I, I want to be absolutely clear about something that it, it's possible that I haven't been up to this point. I want to enjoy this movie. I don't hate watch things. I don't fucking get that shit. I don't uh, either. It doesn't make any same. sense to me. Same. Because in much the same way that we have been talking about off air, um, some things are just not worth my time because one day <laughs> I will be dead. Um, <laughs> right. So I have a very finite resource that I can't make more of. And if I can avoid it, I don't want to waste it on things that I know I won't like. So yeah. I'm watching this movie in the hopes that I'm going to like it. Um, I don't have any kind of vendetta against Zack Snyder. Like he didn't like kill my dad or like slap my mom around <laughs> at some point. Um, he slapped and my mom he, around, but you know, yeah. it's, it's whatever, you know, even if he did though, like me watching his movie wouldn't somehow stick it to him. Um, so yeah, I, I, I never go into things like this is going to be terrible and I'm going to not like it. The closest I ever got was watching Avatar the first time with high expectations, not because I was excited, Wait, but because... The, like the blue Avatar? Oh, yeah, or... the Cameron one. Okay. Um, the James Cameron one. Uh, with high expectations, not because I was excited, but because what could have been a fun action movie became... In, in all these interviews I watched with the cast and with and with Cameron himself became like the second coming of film. And I was like, okay, you talk a big game. Let's see how good this is. And I watched it and it was average. And I was like, you fucking suck, Jim Cameron. And everybody who worked on that movie, it was all like, oh my God, it's amazing. Y'all suck too, at least in this particular <laughs> respect. Um, you know, yeah. How dare you besmirch the live action version of Fern Gully? Hey, hey, hey. Dancing with Smurfs was a fine film. Dancing with Smurfs. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I haven't rewatched it since I saw it in the theater. And I feel like maybe I would enjoy it more now, possibly. But I don't have a desire to pick it back up. You want and the most so, Lunsford statement ever? Um, you uh, know the Disney you World en- thing? Yeah, that would you enjoy it more. <laughs> <laughs> no, as soon as I brought it up, I knew you were going to be like, well, you should go on the, the, the Avatar thing at Disney World. <laughs> that, was a fucking, that was a fucking uncanny impersonation, by the way. I was like listening to myself. Holy shit, how'd you pull that off? Yeah, and, you, and it was like hearing the voice you hear in your head, not like yeah, you exactly. recorded it. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. All I'm saying is you're not going to enjoy the movie anymore. I'm just going to say you're going to ride the ride. And you'll be like, that was a fucking dope-ass ride. Maybe this movie I'm didn't sure completely suck. Sure it is. And if I had gone into that movie with, you know, Jim Cameron and Sigourney Weaver and and, and Zoe Saldana being like, yeah, it's, it's fun. You're going to have fun. I probably would have enjoyed the shit out of myself. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. There's all this cool shit. All the 3D looked really nifty. But no, no. They had to hype it up. Um, anyway, longest possible <laughs> version of um, I want to like this. I, I don't have any kind of hatred against DC or the DCEU or Henry Cavill or even Zack Snyder. 
Like, Snyder has made some decisions I don't agree with. But he's still a smart filmmaker. He's still a guy who does things with purpose and intent. Um, so, yeah, I want it to be good. I yeah. just haven't gotten around to it yet. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, it's funny because, like, I, I, I've seen people on Facebook who went into this for the purpose of hate watching and came out of it like, wow, that was so much better than I expected. Good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm, like I'm, and that was before I had seen. That was before I'd even seen it uh, myself. And I, like, I do think that tra- the trajectory of the DCEU would be very different right now if some version of what of what just came out was what we got four year four years ago. Um. Yeah, and like I, I, I think I think you'll find something to enjoy about this movie, even even if uh, some of the, the decisions with the characters, because um, there is something in the film that I do think you're not gonna like. Oh, I'm sure. Because I, I, I only know a handful of things, and one of the things I know of, I'm like, that's stupid. Why'd you do that? Yeah, like because <laughs> yeah, like, as soon as I saw as soon as I saw it while watching it uh, the other day, I was like, oh yeah, Rambo's not gonna like that. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't like, like this at all. all. But, even having seen the movie, the black costume is stupid. Black costume shouldn't be there. The black costume violates a narrative, a narrative uh, a concept that Snyder himself set up, and that's irritating to me. <laughs> that is very frustrating. I but mean, I have to approach this from a standpoint of like, okay, this is just this is a thing that he's done. Uh, just so you know, he also wanted to do the mullet. And was overruled for <laughs> for, the, for the mullet with the black costume. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When it comes to these things, whether it's the death of Superman, whether it's the Phoenix saga, they've these directors and producers have got to stop going for the big emotional moments for characters when they don't understand the context. The reason why the death of Superman was so fucking powerful is because he had never died in like the what at that point with his, his 70 years of existence. Like the reason why Dark Phoenix had carried any weight was because it was 20 years that we had seen Jean Grey and seen how powerful of a, a telepath and um, those sorts of things. And then all of a sudden we saw her character change. We saw her personality change. And that's what was so interesting about this. You can't just fucking force these in and they're doing the same goddamn thing to the flash. Hey, let's just (laughs) jump right to flashpoint. Like, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting story, but like, fuck man, like you have to build this up and they're not doing it. And that's what irritates me the most about it. Like I want to see, I want to watch the Snyder cut and I want to enjoy it, but like, God fucking so, damn it, I am sick of this shit. So I, the, so I, I said this in my review that like, as far as we know, like as of right now, it's it's not canon, which is a little bit unfortunate because I do think with what they do with Barry Allen in this version of it, I do think that there's enough of a setup for Flashpoint in in the in this version that to to to, to kind of. Like I, I'm with you. I'm with you both. Like I would prefer if this were not Flashpoint, because I feel like there need there needs to be like a, a lot of other things that happen before you arrive there. However, just based on the what we got from Barry, the 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 newer scenes and everything, I think there's enough there that I like. I'm interested in going into 
seeing what they're going to do with Flashpoint. And that that's all that's all I'll say. And I think you whenever you guys watch it, you'll you you you'll understand especially when you get to that that like the final act of the film in particular. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still down for it either way. Like yeah. I'm I'm excited to see like, what's what's going to play out, yeah. but at the same it's not time, canon, yeah. but it, it, if it, it would make Flashpoint make a lot more sense if they were, if DC were to just fly out say like yeah like this version is is canon. My my big thing is is like what's holding me back right now from watching this in the first place is it's four hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot so, of time. It, no, it is. A lot of time, it is. But I'll say this, it 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 is weird to say this, but it doesn't feel like it. Like I I got through three hours of that movie without realizing three hours of the movie had gone by. Huh. I started watching it one something that afternoon, and like I had gotten done with work, and I was still watching. And the next thing I know, it was four o'clock, and I'm like, wait, what? It's four? Holy shit! And like even with it being split into six chapters, I want to say, uh, like they don't feel, like it doesn't feel like they're like super drawn out and like oh we've been watching this chapter for like you know an hour and a half or something like it really does I, I like this is just me I think that with the stuff that they they get added in the beginning it gets you invested enough in the characters that. The pacing as it as it goes along, it it won't feel like a four hour movie because that's the other thing I've seen from people who have watched it. You know, at the beginning they're like, uh, four fucking hours, like good gosh. But then at the end of it, they're like, whoa, that didn't feel like a four hour film, and I, I felt mean, the same way. I'll give like um, I always use like Lord of the Rings: Return of the King as kind of like a benchmark. It was a long ass movie, man, but like it doesn't really feel long until the end. And the reason why is because you're getting story payoff. Like, things are yeah. happening. Like, movies that drag ass are different than just long movies. And, like, as long as this doesn't drag ass, then I'll be fine. But, like, still, man, carving out four hours of my life to be like, hey, I'm going to sit down and just watch this movie, and that's it. Like, it's just... A... <laughs> the, the pay- do? I'm, I'm telling you, just the just the payoff of the final act is, is worth it. Like, that final scene with Steppenwolf completely shits on... Like what we got four years ago, <laughs> and that's that's all I can that's 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 all I can say because yeah I, I will I will say no more yeah you know what I need I need a Snyder <laughs> cut I need a Snyder cut 2.0 I need a Snyder cut of just the scenes that are different than the last movie and I'll watch just and I'll watch just that because like that's what I need I need just okay what's different this oh that's dope oh cool okay because this is okay they're replacing the fucking awkward thing that that sex uh pervert Josh Whedon was okay yeah and yes I called yeah. him Josh because fuck him um <laughs> yeah like seeing like oh look there's that awkward thing where he had to fall on wonder woman and joss whedon made everybody do it and it was supposed to be funny but he's a fucking asshole yeah like yeah i i would be perfectly okay if it was just that and again i'll still watch this goddamn movie because i'm a fucking nerd and i have no choice yeah. like it, it literally is like um we'll use a bioshock reference it's like whenever that guy told the main character would uh would you kindly like i i got no choice i have to fucking watch this <laughs> somebody said would you kindly watch the Snyder cut and i'm like yeah fuck yes i have no choice yes. andrew ryan yes. has cornered you <laughs> <laughs>
a man rebels, a slave obeys, obeys. or whatever the fucking line is. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure one of you fucking nerds out there is going to be like, oh, actually, Mike, you should push up your glasses. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Have you all, have you all watched uh, Hey Ash, What You Playing? No, I have not. No. So, um, Ashley and Anthony Birch um, are brother and sister, and they did... They might still be doing it. I honestly don't know. Um, but they did a web series called Hey Ash, What's Your Plan? And every episode was between like three and four minutes long. And they would all start the same way. Ashley would be playing a game. Anthony would come in. He would ask her the titular question. And she would give the name of the game. And then what would follow was a three to four minute sketch based on the game. And the Bioshock one <laughs> was fucking amazing. Because Ashley reenacts the Andrew Ryan scene where he's putting and she's wearing a fake mustache and she's like, it's so ridiculous. And instead of her having Anthony beat her to death, it's just like the lamest slap across the face. Ah, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But like she sells the whole thing. Uh, um, uh, you might know their names because later, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Anthony went on to write for the Borderlands games, starting with the second one, and Ashley is the voice of Tiny Tina, um, among other characters. And she's done a ton of voice work since then, and he's worked on a bunch of different things. But, uh, but yeah, I always come back to that fucking sketch because I'm like, she, <laughs> the fucking pencil mustache and the butter—it's it's so fucking ridiculous. Oh man. Um, at any at any rate, um, Rambo hasn't watched it. I haven't watched it. MC has. There's a review. Listen to it. It's on the overflow with MC Brooks. Maybe we'll talk about it next episode. I don't know. Like we'll see. <laughs> there's a certain there's a certain amount of franchise fatigue that I have. Oh with, yeah. That I have with with any dickhead talking about the Snyder cut. But here's the thing: the fact that Zack Snyder sn- stood up and was like, "Hey, those guys from Geeks and Gamers, yeah, fuck those guys." Oh. Like, but not only did he uh, do that, he did that on a live stream with people from Geeks and Gamers on the live stream. Like, <laughs> they're still very mad about that, oh, just so you know. That is the fucking it's, greatest it's thing amazing. ever. That's like calling all of your people in for a meeting and being like, yeah, hey, so you guys are doing a really good job. Except for Mike, MC, and Rambo. <laughs> you guys are dicks. And us just looking at each other like... What? <laughs> like, what did we do? Oh, wait, that's right. We were racist as fuck. The be- the better example would be you call an all-hands meeting and you proceed to talk about how the accounting department are all assholes and you don't want anything to do with them while they are off to the side <laughs> in the room. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, I'm happy everybody's here. Um, before we get started, I just want to let everybody know um, – Fuck Jill and accounting. Uh, really, everybody over there, all you fucking pencil pushers can kiss my ass. Uh, just the worst. I, I really wish we didn't have to be affiliated with you. Um, now that we've established that, and then you just keep on going. Like, nothing happens. <laughs> Jesus we know that you're listed on our website, but I really wish you weren't. We're going to do everything we can to get you taken off of there. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so now to the matter at hand. <laughs> my question is, is did they just hang out for the rest of the fucking stream like they just stood there like yes they did okay, they did. okay here's and the then, thing and then they that. went to their own 
and, here's the, and complain. Zach here's Snyder the thing about bends that. the knee. <laughs> here's the thing about that, right? If you're going to do that and you're going to sit there and you're going to take that shit, you're just as bad for what you accuse Zack Snyder of doing because you're such a fucking sycophant fanboy that you can't even stand up and be like, whoa, 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 motherfucker. We had your back and you're going to call us that. Like, yeah, you know, we raised all this money for you. Dude, all I'm saying is, is like, okay, let's just say, for instance, I know it's not going to happen because you know what? None of us are pieces of shit. But let's just say, for instance, we were on a live stream with, I don't know, let's use some director that we all respect. I don't know. We'll just throw one out there and we'll just say Kevin Smith. Okay. And Kevin Smith calls us out and be like, man, GGR Pirate Radio, what a bunch of dicks. I'm going to be like, you know what, Kevin? You're a fucking hack, dude. We gave you a chance. Like, we hoped that maybe you had grown as a person, but you've proven that you have. Fuck this. I'm out. I'm dropping right out of the stream right there because you want to know why? Because I have some goddamn integrity. Because I have some goddamn balls. Like, you are such a bitch if somebody calls you out and then you do nothing. You just sit there and take Tuck it. Tuck your and balls you, and take it. Exactly. Now, and then you wait and you're just like, well, you know, Zach did buy us dinner. <laughs> you know? Like, I would offer a counterpoint to this. Okay. Which is the whole point of that web stream to the, or, 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 the, the fucking. Um, that whole stream was 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 all about raising money for a particular uh, anti-suicide charity, and that's that how Snyder decided to open it, um, which very much felt like he got some information right before they went up went live, um, and it was like, hey, heads up, this is what's going on, um, and the people that stayed there stayed there. I would argue to some degree, now please be clear about this. Let's be clear about this. I don't give a fuck about those people. Um, I don't know. All I know about Geeks and Gamers is what I've heard secondhand. And that is that they are a fucking alt-right asshole group on par with Comicsgate and Gamergate and all that bullshit. Um, so I have no dog in this fight in terms of like respecting them as people. Um, but to use Mike's example, <clears throat> if we, along with like, you know, a couple other podcasts, all came on uh, to do a, li a live stream with Kevin Smith uh, for whatever charity, right? And we're doing this in order to raise money. And Smith comes on and goes, I just want to let everybody know I'm not affiliated with GGR. Um, I have nothing to do with them. I don't want anything to do with them. Um, their logo's on our website, but we're trying to get it removed. Um, just want to say that up front. Um, my options are I can say, fuck you and leave. Or I can say, in my head, Kevin Smith is a piece of shit. But this is a good cause, and it's bigger than me, and it's bigger than him. So I'm going to stick around. <laughs> Yeah, okay. From from the professionalism standpoint of doing something for a good cause, yes. Because I can think of a very similar instance when we had somebody, when we were doing a live stream, show their ass and act like a total dickhead. In fact, uh -huh. there were two people that did that. And I took the high road instead of calling them both out and telling them to knock it the fuck off. And I just decided to go more professional and rein it back in. That's fine. You know what? Having said this, the more I think about it, 
and looking back on their faces when he started talking about it. No, none of them were high roading this. Yeah, they, them, you, no, they no, could not hide their facial expression. Because no, because they weren't high roading it. Because ultimately, like to to have that happen and then turn around and be like, we have to have our own stream where we like he bend the knee. Like no, man, no, no, no. There, you know there is no, no, yeah. I'm going to renege on everything I just said because I am devil's advocating for them and fuck that shit. No, fuck those guys. They suck. They're awful and they were. They were embarrassed publicly and then made to sit in the in in the pants they shit themselves in. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the hell with that. They had I, three I, hours I, of diarrhea. They didn't I, shit their pants once. I, they had three hours of diarrhea <laughs> in their pants. Um, I hope you enjoyed that callback, folks. <laughs> I, I I would like my remarks stricken from the record um, because yeah, yeah, fuck that. I think you earned that. Yeah, that's right. No, 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 keep it, keep it. I said it. Um, but yeah, no, that was bullshit. I was wrong. Um, fuck them. And I, I hope they all felt really, really bad the entire time. That was awesome. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Yeah. It, it just like, it's, yeah. and I'm not saying like from a pride standpoint, from like a, um, like a misogynistic, like, you, you know, you gotta be a fucking man about this. No, like, if you're gonna do, like, it's a fucking phrase that alt-right dickheads love saying all the time. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. If you're gonna say alt-right shit, if you're gonna say racist shit, if you're gonna say misogynist shit, and you don't know your fucking audience, and you don't know that Zack Snyder doesn't play that shit, he just didn't realize that that's the shit you were saying, and then you get called out for it, nobody feels yeah. bad for you, bro. Nope. And the only people that are going to feel bad for you are your fucking sycophants, the same fucking losers who habitate your websites and your YouTube channels. And like, yeah, this is this is why it's so hard and like why I don't want to put any goddamn content on YouTube, because that place is a goddamn cesspool. But like they, the they, cultiv yeah. they cultivated so much awful shit over the years and people got rich off of YouTube by saying horrible horrible things and like now it's starting to bite them in the ass and they don't know what to do about it and not youtube youtube's fucking fine because google bought them but like now that google's in charge google's like yeah we're not playing this shit anymore and you're starting to see these people get booted off and like we talked we talked about in the last episode we talked about how like you can't expect to be perfect all the time and that everybody has room for personal growth right like we can all agree upon that right I think there's certain things that are that are not unforgivable, but like we can't ever forget. Okay, there's one in particular, and I've mentioned it before, and I'm going to mention them again. These guys, for instance, Geeks Plus Gamers, fuck these guys. Like the fact the fact that they said the things that they said, they did the things that they did, and then got called out, and then whined about it is just it, like own your shit, yeah. you know. But like a perfect example is a guy that's that's really fucking famous and people will defend him. Oh, he's grown a lot. He's grown a lot. His name is Shane Dawson. Shane Dawson does conspiracy theory videos on YouTube, right? Everybody loves watching his conspiracy theory videos, right? But the problem with his conspiracy theory videos are that the same it has the same tone that it that it did when he was a YouTuber early on and he was dropping N bombs and he was doing bits in blackface and he was making alt right jokes and he was making Nazi jokes and shit like that. Okay. You don't make jokes like that. 
and just be like, oh, that wasn't me. No, motherfucker, that was you. But somebody yep. called you out on it. Now you're trying to pretend like it wasn't you. But now what you're doing is you're blasting all of this. You're, you're spending all of this time focusing on your conspiracy theory videos. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to put out as many of these as I can. And I'm going to stay real, real safe. And I'm going to stay contrite. And I'm going to just focus on this and hope to God that people forget about this. Shane, I didn't fucking forget. <laughs> Talk to him, Mike. Got and a like long fucking memory, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's not excusable. It's fucking not. And anybody who is just like, well, I'm sure that you've said bad things in the past. You're right, I have. But you want to know what I'm not gonna say? That wasn't me. No, that fucking was me. But I've grown as a person and realized the shit that I said was fucking awful. And I will do everything that I possibly can to become a better person. But nobody fucking says that. Nobody ever says that I'm trying to be a better person. I'm doing everything that I possibly can to not be that person because I said some dumb shit because I thought it might make me popular. Has anybody ever copped to that and said that in any of this? Gamergate. Oh, um, what, like, like, I, gate. I've done bad shit and I'm trying to make amends for it? Oh, wait, there was one guy. What's his name? Uh, oh, yeah, fucking James Gunn. Oh, yeah, and, 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 and the big difference there is Gunn just acknowledged, like, oh, yeah. And, and and better still, he had already apologized for it. Mm-hmm. It had already happened when it, like, got exposed. Like, no, he you just found old shit that he had said and that he'd already apologized for and had already improved upon himself for. Yeah. And what he ended up doing was is he admitted the problem. And it's something that we've talked about on these airwaves before. He admitted that he knew that a formula to success, a formula to being popular, was the edgy, dickhead comments, the cruel, thoughtless, mean, rude comments that every shock jock has said, that every, like, fucking Joe Rogan has said. Like, all of these guys, Adam Carolla says them, they all got popular off of being this edgelord piece of shit. And it cultivated an entire generation of dudes who think that that's what you have to do to be cool, to be tough, to be strong, to be powerful, to be important. And they're all fucking wrong. And like, am I as popular as them? No. Is GGR as popular as them? No. And you want to know what? I don't fucking care. Because if that's what you have to be to to be popular, to have millions of downloads, to get contracts from Spotify, to be on their fucking podcast network, fuck them and fuck all of it. Yeah, I'm good keeping this a hobby. Right? If yeah. If you to sit there and then try to defend the shit that comes out of your mouth when Bill Burr has to say, "Whoa, Joe Rogan, maybe you shouldn't be saying shit because you're not a fucking doctor. You're just some <laughs> dickhead smoking a cigar in front of an American flag painting. Maybe you shouldn't be telling people the right medical advice." And fucking Joe Rogan laughs. He's like, oh, "Master for pussies." Fuck Joe Rogan. And everybody's like, yeah, but he might be able to kick your ass because he, he does UFC and stuff. That's cool, okay? You can still get your ass kicked and still be right. Because he's not. The, the, if, if the measure of whether or not someone is worth calling out is whether or not they can beat me up, man, I got some bad news for y'all. <laughs> like, that, is not an, that is not the sterling accomplishment you think it is. You beat up a fat guy with bad knees. Congrats. Good job. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Great win, now. Joe. Great hey. win. So, <laughs> like, I, I, don't know. Win, I, thought, I thought we were grownups and it was going to be more than just like, oh, I, I punched you really hard. Okay. 
Good. I just, <laughs> there's not going to be a world that exists where cruelty is is the right move. Where making fun of other people is the right move. And I bring this up to pivot to our next topic. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!